The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's the Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. Now when the saints go marching in, now when the saints go marching in, yes I want to be in that number. When the saints go Sing it again. All right, I will. <laughs> Very good Tuesday morning to you. February 21st, 7 a.m. David and Brenda with you on the morning blend. Little New Orleans jazz for oh. you on this Fat Tuesday. Let's get this party started. Right. Mardi Gras is today. So I saw, I thought it was on, I got to look this up. I'll look it up. North Mississippi Avenue in Portland. Uh-huh. Uh, they're having a parade. Oh, really? Like a uh, Mardi Gras parade today. I'll, I'll find that, that out for sure, but I'm pretty sure they've been doing that for a while. But yeah, so Fat Tuesday, eat up all your meat and pancakes and everything, because tomorrow, you know, the fasting starts. The fasting starts. Now, I still have it seared in my mind when we talked with Ken Hellenius last week. Yes. He talked about the word carnival. Carnival. And that means to uh, go away with the meat. Right. Carne, which is meat, and right. vale, which is to go. Right. To go away meat. So... Carnival today. <laughs> this is it. Eat up all. Eat up all the meat. So tomorrow uh, we're fasting. We are fasting. You so didn't. You didn't fast over the weekend. You told me. I went. <laughs> I ate my way through the weekend. Good for you. I, you know, made the most of it. So Scott and I talked about. We delayed our Valentine's dinner from because right. it's midweek. So we went out on Friday. Lovely time down at the waterfront in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. There's like three new restaurants that I have to try there now. Nice. El Gaucho. Oh, oh yeah. That's a is big steakhouse. And in fact, there's it's so exclusive there. You can't see in. The, yeah. the, the windows only allow their patrons to see out. There's not even a sign that says it's El Gaucho. Mm-hmm. Just a picture. Yeah. From what I understand, you're going to drop a little coin if you is eat it? El Gaucho. I better yes. wait for a real special anniversary. <laughs> Thank you better. Okay. Yes. And then there was a new Italian restaurant, Grassa. That is opened up. And then another little smaller place, uh, like 13 Coins or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just kind of a neat little... I was like, where did all these restaurants come from? Springing up. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a list now of places that I want to eat. Very nice. But Uh, you didn't eat at any of those three? No. Okay. We went to Dos Alas, which is one of my favorites. You can fill up on just their, their appetizers. Outstanding. I mean, it was really outstanding. Is that the one you said you were gearing up for just one margarita? I just had one margarita. One margarita. And it was a delicious one. Nice. Yeah. No, no. It was... I, I, I recommend it, but... Uh, probably not as expensive as El Gaucho. <laughs> you are going to so. drop some coin. Yeah, you you will. So th- that is definitely for us a special occasion restaurant. You know maybe, that. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say just maybe yeah. once a year. Yeah, right. You know what's ironic? What's that? Is that I haven't had a margarita in a long time, and we got together with a couple friends, 
on Friday night, I had a margarita. Reminded you How of about that? what's so wonderful about a margarita. That's right. Well, it reminds me of what's so nice about sitting outside in 80-degree weather and oh, uh, I know. sipping on a margarita, which not going to be the case. Not this week, that's yeah. for sure. So, yeah, and then we met up with friends. I met some uh, and some deacon work that we were doing and then shopping with my daughters. Yeah. I mean, I filled the weekend pretty well. That sounds good. And then the alarm went off at 4.30 this morning, and I went, why didn't uh, I go to bed earlier? That's right. You know what? I did this weekend. What did you, you do? know, for excitement. Yes. I mean, you talk about having a big oh, time weekend. What does David do for the best time of the weekend? I mowed the yard. Oh, David. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I did, though. Do you have a good sense of uh, satisfaction when I it's all done? I had a great sense of satisfaction because I have avoided doing it. There's just a lot of debris on it sure. from, you know, built up from leaves and wind and all of that. And I just haven't, it's been so wet, but it actually kind of dried out a little bit over the weekend. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to get out there and do that. So I shouldn't say mowed the yard as much as just vacuumed the yard. That, and, just use yeah, your lawnmower to pick, pick up, the, up all the stuff. We have a lot of sticks. Yeah. On our lawn right now, just from the trees, you know, dropping leaves and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, good thing you did it over the weekend, because like you said, it looks like yeah. we're coming up to some weather over the next few days. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the forecast, both in the news and the forecast coming up. But what do you have this morning? Well, David, Catholics in Los Angeles and across the country were saddened with the news of the shooting death of their auxiliary bishop. Mm. So it's big news over the weekend. Yeah. Incredible. A suspect has been arrested. So I have the latest news on that one. Well, it looks like it is one of the top places for resorts in the country. According to one survey, we're talking Cannon Beach. Yeah, we'll have that details for you as well. Absolutely. So we got a great show ahead for you on this Fat Tuesday. We're going to kick things off now with Dave Moore and Song of Victory. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio.
That is Dave Moore and Song of Victory. It is 710 at Mater Day Radio. It's David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend on this Fat Tuesday. Well, Young Catholic Professionals, they have an event tonight. You're going to hear about it right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Dei Radio and Father Robert Barcelos in prayer with the morning offering. A morning prayer written by St. Therese. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, I offer Thee all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to his infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them into the furnace of his merciful love. O oh my God, I ask of thee for myself and for those whom I hold dear, the grace to fulfill perfectly thy holy will, to accept for love of thee the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Jeff Kane at North Point Bank in Vancouver. North Point Bank brings value to customers through client-focused home loan programs, including new construction, renovation options, financing for rental properties, and more. Learn more at northpoint.com. That's northpointpointe.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. It may be hard to believe, but Ash Wednesday and the start of Lent are just days away. Get ready for this special season in the church with help from Mater Dei Radio. Unite with us in prayer during our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the Sacred Mysteries of the Holy Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and Catholic Reflections that will enrich your life. Mater Dei Radio is also eager to pray for your personal requests through our prayer hotline. You can send an intention to our prayer team now by clicking the pray button on the Hail Mary Media app and materdayradio.com or call directly to the prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Lent will be here before you know it. Make sure you're ready to pray with the Hail Mary Media app and Materday Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 7.13 at Mater Day Radio. Well, really an active next couple of days in the weather. I know there are winter weather warnings in the mountains, both Cascades and Coast Range today. Could see some heavy snow overnight there throughout the day today. High surf advisory over on the coast. Here in the greater Portland area, Willamette Valley, there is a chance of a snow shower, like a 60% chance of a snow shower tonight through tomorrow yeah you know it's one of those things it's hard to say it's hard to say but yeah. just be, just be prepared it could be that way we've got a high of 
46 degrees today with showery weather, low down to 33 tonight, and then for Wednesday, a high of 41. So again, the temperature's up there Fluctuating. It's kind of the overnight yeah. situation we'll have to watch. We'll see. Yeah. We'll say a prayer to Our Lady of Snows. Uh... I, either way, yeah. whenever you feel like you need it to be. Currently, it is 41 degrees at Our Lady of Lords Catholic Church in Vancouver. And it is 41 degrees at St. Michael the Archangel Church, downtown Portland. Well, young adults of every profession or faith journey is always welcome to Young Catholic Professionals Portland Chapter events. Even folks from the north side of the river can join in and benefit from their executive speaker event, panel discussions, even retreats. And if you've never been to a YCP event, well, tonight is a perfect opportunity to meet the YCP team and others who make up this growing chapter. Joining me today with all the details is Jack Parker, YCP Portland Director of Outreach. Jack, thanks so much for joining the Morning Blend today. Hey, Brenda. How's how's the day going for you? Oh, well, it's just morning time, but boy, it's already shaping up to be a great day. And for young Catholic professionals, and as I said, of any profession, well, you got a great evening coming up as well. Before we talk about that, though, let's talk a little bit about your involvement in YCP and how you became involved and joined part of this leadership team now. Yeah, so uh, I I started uh, actually uh, just back in back in December. I'm the I'm the director of outreach uh so um you know i'm i'm the one singing out all all the email blasts to the parishes uh trying to get parishes you know more more involved get their young adults coming coming to this event well i think many parishes might agree with you that to say that yes to have events for um you know young adults as they're beginning out in their journey they're developing their faith it's so important because sometimes this is a little bit of a missed group of people because well their faith journey is a little bit different you know this has been such a great opportunity jack you said you just started out but you believe so much in what this chapter is doing you're joined the leadership team Kind of share with our listeners a little bit, though, that you're just your short time. What has made YCP such an important part of what you do for your work? Yeah, so I think one of the things that I like about it the most is uh, the fact that, uh, you know, because the Catholic community is quite small in Portland. So just the fact that you can meet people from Vancouver all the way down to Salem is just there's something really special about that. Uh, just to, you know, help build that community among our young Catholic adults. I just think there's just something really, really uh, great about it. Well, to be able to have like-minded people kind of lift you up to be able to share your faith, also have some great networking opportunities that is just some of yes, what yes. members, yeah, mm-hmm. what members from Young Catholic Professionals Portland Chapter uh, will experience when they attend the different events. Jack, for someone who's never attended an event before, you have a perfect opportunity coming up tonight. It's going to make it a little bit easier for people to meet. Tell us what's happening at your networking happy hour. Yes, so our networking happy hour is going to be at the uh, Pager Cocktail Bar in uh, in uh, Portland. And uh, there's some there's some food carts outside. Uh, if you can grab some food, you can come in, get some really great uh, cocktails, and then uh, just get a chance to uh, meet other young Catholic adults, either socially or you know you know if you're looking for a job, you can make some connections here, um, which is like really what this is all about is just making those business and interpersonal 
connections. And you know, you know, it, you know, it's going to be Fat Tuesday right uh, right before Ash Wednesday, so this would be, I think, this would be the perfect party to get it. Well, it is also a great opportunity for young adults to practice those skills, putting yourself out there just alone, exactly. you know, cold calling people are trying to, you know, just get yourself out there and, and know what is available to have these networking events. It makes it a little bit easier, of course, here in Portland. Boy, our food carts are a uh, an event in and of themselves. So it's a perfect opportunity exactly. to get some good food. Exactly. Top of the line. Yeah, meet some great people, have a drink to just make it real easy to get to know people, especially at the YCP Portland chapter. Uh, tell me, do is there registration that they need to fill out or can they just show up? You can do either one. Uh, we prefer that you register online uh, just so we can get a good head count for the uh, amount of people coming. But if you don't get a chance to do that, just swinging by and signing up at the door is perfectly okay, too. Oh, Fantastic. You just make it so easy for people who just are ready to put themselves out there to join in. It's going to be a great event this evening, and I hope it's really successful. Now, this is just one event, and it's Fat Tuesday, so there's a little celebration to be had. But as we enter into this Lenten season, YCP goes beyond meeting each other in in these types of events or having executive speaker series where people can learn more about, you know, how professionals are living their faith. Having our Catholic faith supported is so important for, you know, young adults, Mm -hmm. especially. And no matter where you are on your faith journey, maybe young adults thinking, no, this Lent, I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper. I'm going to lean into my Catholic faith. YCP, you have annual retreats and one's coming up for Lent. Do you have some details on that for us? Yeah, yeah. So on March 18th, uh, we have our uh, St. Joseph Saturday Lent retreat at uh, Mount Angel Abbey. We're going to have Father Matt Libra talking, um, and registration for that will be opening up uh, at the uh, end of this week, too. These ones are really special. It's just a day retreat, uh, but, you know, we have lunch, we'll have talks, we'll have small group meetings, and then we'll have uh, confession and mass at uh, uh, Mount Angel Abbey, which is just a beautiful place. We uh, had a London retreat where we had, like, over uh, 100, 120 people come. Uh, everyone seemed to really en- enjoy it. Had some good uh, talks. I would highly recommend that, you know, just because like Mount Angel Abbey is such a beautiful place in and of itself. And then, you know, just to meet with those, those other young Catholics from all around the state to grow in faith together. Oh, for sure. I always like to say when you're on the hilltop, you're just a little bit closer to heaven for sure. (laughs) Jack Parker is joining me today. He is the YCP Portland Director of Outreach. All right. So more information. I mean, you've got the event coming up this evening. You've also got the Lenten retreat coming up. Where can people who are listening right now, young adults who want to join in, where can they find out all the information? Yeah, so uh, they can they can go to our website, uh, young, youngcatholicprofessionals.org, uh, and then you can find the Portland chapter uh, there. Um, you can sign up for the event. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, too. Uh, and there, uh, you can also take a look at our uh, membership options. We uh, just came out with a couple new ones, uh, YCP Belong and Belong Plus, where, it's, you know, there you get uh, discounts. Uh, you can uh, discounts to our national conference in April. Uh, and then with the Plus, um, you'll have access to local small groups. And there'll be special conference perks, too. You can get, like, little things to take home. 
Uh, And then there's also a collection of faith and work resources there, too. Oh, well, perfect. I have seen pictures of the YCP National Conference. It looks like an amazing event, really things that a young adult who is starting out in their career, maybe even looking to make a change and trying to make those networking connections. Well, you can do it all through YCP. Well, Jack, I appreciate your time today. It sounds like it's going to be just a wonderful event tonight for Fat Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Brenda. And again, that is Jack Parker, the YCP Portland Chapter Director of Outreach. I will be sure to add information about the local chapter here where you can find information and registration for tonight's event and also information about their upcoming Lenten retreat. You're going to find that link on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And it is 7.23 at Mater Day Radio. David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. One of the great ways you can support Mater Day Radio is through our vehicle donation program. If you have an old car, truck, boat, motorcycle, or RV, you can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu. It'll take you to the main page. All the information is right there for you. You just have to fill out a couple pieces of information, and you're good to go. Likely tax deduction for you as well. That is Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Catholic Youth Organization and Camp Howard. CYO offers local youth positive sports activities throughout the school year and summer camp programs at Camp Howard near scenic Mount Hood. Sports and camp registration information can be found on the web at cyocamphoward.org. That's cyocamphoward.org. From Mark chapter 5, when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an unclean spirit ran up, screaming and gnashing, and then bowed down. Jesus spoke, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. The unclean spirit then entered nearby swine. Jesus told the man, Go home to your people and report what great things the Lord has done for you, having mercy on you. Do you and I have unclean spirits? and at times act a little bit crazy? Life today provides many opportunities to have anxiety, to worry about matters, and beat ourselves up. As we age, we may look back with regrets and remorse, going crazy, overthinking. Instead, let's remember Jesus' words, focusing instead on the great things the Lord has done for us and the times he has shown us his mercy. This has been a bit of Catholic encouragement from Michael Gisandi. 
As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Dei Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 726 at Mater Day Radio, and a look at some active weather. We'll have that for you in the news. In Catholics in Los Angeles mourn the shooting death of their auxiliary bishops. Los Angeles Sheriff's Department may have a suspect in custody. I'll have that full story for you coming up in three minutes. Here is Kara Klein and Catch Me. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
Wine with Catch Me. It's at 30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news this morning, going to be a pretty active weather pattern over the region over the next couple of days with a variety of winter weather advisories and warnings posted by the National Weather Service. We'll start at the coast where there is a high surf advisory posted through tomorrow morning for both the Oregon and South Washington shores. Waves could be as high as 30 feet with sneaker waves a possibility. Officials say it is best to stay out of the surf zone during this time. Don't stand on jetties and rocks to watch the surf to avoid being swept off by the big waves. Also a winter storm warning in both the coast and Cascade Ranges through tomorrow with heavy snow expected over 1,000 feet and high winds in the Cascades. Travel could be very difficult in those areas. Uh, For the Portland area, Willamette Valley, there is a chance of some snow. Uh, Not a great chance, but just be aware it could happen overnight. But then later in the week, gets cold. Yes. I mean, real cold, Mm -hmm. down into the 20s. So again, an active weather pattern. Well, as we prepare for that cold snap, Clark County's winter shelters are bracing for another cold snap later this week. With possible snow on Wednesday and temperatures forecasted in the low 20s on Thursday and Friday night, Council for the Homeless will likely issue a severe weather alert, activating increased emergency shelter capacity. Now, temperatures later this week will be 15 to 20 degrees below average for this time of year, according to Noah Alves, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service in Portland. Now, even with increased options in this year season's relatively fortunate weather, sheltering everyone in need remains a challenge. Now, during crucial times like cold snap, Council for the Homeless is typically able to get the most vulnerable residents into shelters or hotels. Now, winter shelters can only open if there are enough volunteers, though, to run them. Refuel Washougal, which meets winter shelter needs in East Clark County in partnership with the city of Washougal, has had trouble recently in finding volunteers. And a suspect has been arrested in connection with the February 18th shooting homicide of Los Angeles Auxiliary Bishop David O'Connell, the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department said Monday. Now, the department said in a statement Sunday that they responded to a medical emergency call around 12.57 p.m. on Saturday in Hacienda Heights, where authorities arrived. They discovered O'Connell with a gunshot wound. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Now, the sheriff's department could not confirm to Catholic News Agency on Monday whether O'Connell was killed in his own home, although several local media reports have reported that he was in his home. Now, a native of Ireland, 69-year-old O'Connell was named bishop by Pope Francis in 2015. He ministered to immigrants, the poor, and victims of gun violence for 45 years in the South Los Angeles area. Now, in a press conference on Monday, Sheriff's Department Sheriff Robert Luna announced that charges would be brought against Hispanic male, 65-year-old Carlos Medina, the husband of of O'Connell's housekeeper. Now, Sheriff Robert Luna said he had no information about a motive at the time of the press conference. Now, detectives had identified the person of interest as Medina on Sunday evening after a tipster told them that Medina was exhibiting strange and irrational behavior and had made comments 
about the bishop owing him money. Mm. So, so sad. It was quite a shock when this news broke on Saturday. Lots of my news feeds started kind of pinging me about it, and it was just so shocking and sad, and uh, it just sounds like all around it's it's kind of a sad uh, circumstance. For sure. Well, if you are looking to travel to some top resorts in the country, look no further than Cannon Beach on the Oregon coast. According to a new survey released by travel website Trips to Discover, Cannon Beach has three resorts rated in the top 10 in the U.S., including number one. That goes to the Stephanie Inn. To come up with its ratings, Trips to Discover analyzed reviews on TripAdvisor. So the Stephanie Inn beat out the Prince Waikiki in Honolulu for the top spot. Yes, indeed. The Hawaii Resort came in second. The Inn at Cannon Beach captured the third spot in the ranking. The Ocean Lodge, a family-friendly resort option located near the Stephanie Inn, came in at number six. Wow! So that's one, three, and and six six in the top ten, all in Cannon Beach. The Stephanie Inn captured the top spot thanks to four- and five-star reviews that praised the hotel's top-notch food and romantic atmosphere. I've been by the stuff. I see it yeah. whenever we've been out there. So we all know how beautiful our Oregon coastline is. But to get this kind of recommendation and confirmation that yeah. it's as good as, as we think it is, that's great for them. Three in the top ten, including number one. Perfect. Well, sad news also to report. Former President Jimmy Carter will begin to receive hospice care at home following a series of hospital stays, his foundation said in a statement on Saturday. In the statement, it reads, After a series of short hospital stays, former U.S. President Jimmy Carter today decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. He has the full support of his family and his medical team. The Carter family has asked for privacy during this time and is grateful for the concern shown by his many admirers. The Carter Center did not provide details of his recent hospitalizations. His grandson, Jason Carter, said in a tweet that, I saw both of my grandparents yesterday. They are at peace and, as always, their home is full of love. Thank you all for your kind words. President Joe Biden was made aware of Carter's decision to begin hospice care, and the White House is in touch with the Carter family and close advisors, according to a White House official. 98 years old? 98 years old. What an incredible long life. No doubt. In sports, good weekend for the Oregon schools as the college baseball season got underway. Oregon swept Xavier in a four-game series in Eugene. Oregon State took three of four at a tournament in Surprise, Arizona, including yesterday's 11-0 win over UC Santa Barbara. That game ended early as the 10-run rule was in effect. And University of Portland beat Utah Tech in three out of four games in St. George, Utah. Pilots have a challenge this weekend. They open a three-game series against Texas A&M in College Station on Friday. Well, far from the image some people have of a theologian disconnected from the realities of life, Pope Benedict XVI had a very clear perception the difficulties encountered in living daily in God's presence. Now, Matilda de Robian of Alatea points out that in Advent homily in 2009, he noted, in our daily lives, we all experience having little time for the Lord and also little time for ourselves. We end 
by being absorbed in doing. And who hasn't experienced periods when the number of things we have to do overwhelm us? We no longer have the time or the availability. Well, the new decisive direction is to become holy in spite. Now, in the way that we advance on the path of holiness is by spending time with Christ regularly. And in order to become friends of God, well, Benedict recommends a few habits that are quite accessible and easy to put in place. He says, twice a day, have brief contact with God. Every morning, thank the Lord for the gift of faith. Every day, find an opportunity to rejoice. Every Sunday, encounter Christ in the Eucharist. And every day, take note of a sign from God. In fact, in 2009, Benedict was in the vanguard of the idea of the bullet journal, a diary in which we would note the signs that God sends us. The purpose is to become aware of and keep a record of how attentive God is to each of his creatures and how much he loves us. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And you heard an interview with Jack just a little bit ago, but this evening, 7 o'clock, it is that YCP networking happy hour happening at Paydirt Cocktail Bar in Portland. Young adults in their 20s and 30s are invited to YCP Portland's networking happy hour. Grow in community with young adults from across the Portland area and beyond. It is free, but attendees will need to purchase their own food and beverages. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar com and the Hail Mary media app. So we're going to hear about a new book? Yes, it's a miracle. All right, we'll hear about that right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join me, Monsignor Gerard O'Connor, and the listeners of Mater Day Radio as we pray for the intercession of St. Michael the Archangel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in our battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, Cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdayradio.com forward slash prayer, or call our prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's materdayradio.com forward slash prayer. Healthcare sharing has been around for decades and began out of the Christian tradition of neighbor helping neighbor. That's the premise Solidarity HealthShare was built on. We're a nonprofit medical cost sharing ministry in which our family of members share in each other's eligible medical expenses. Solidarity HealthShare is not insurance, but an alternative way to pay for medical costs that adheres to Catholic Church teachings. We never share into medical care that goes against our morals. More information at SolidarityHealthShare.org. 
This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 7.43 at Mater Day Radio. Well, like we were saying in the forecast or in the news, hey, it could be an active weather period, at least over the next 24 hours. Could see some snow in the valley. Again, there's about a 70% chance of snow showers. Whether or not it sticks or not remains to be seen. We'll have a high of 46 degrees today, low of 33 tonight, then a high of 41 for tomorrow. Then it starts to get cold Wednesday night down to 24, possibly. Ooh, that is very cold. Be ready for that. Currently, it is 40 degrees at the Grotto here in Portland. And it is 39 degrees at St. Peter's Church in Eugene. We've all done things. We're not very proud of things that require us to go to confession. And even when we are witness to Christ's powerful grace and mercy, we still fall short. Well, the same is true for young Micah. And in her new book for children, A Miracle for Micah, Claudia Cangillo McAdams shows children what happens in the sacrament of reconciliation and why forgiveness is so important. Claudia is joining me today to tell us a little bit more about little Micah. Good morning, Claudia. It's great to have you back on the show. Good morning. Love visiting with you. Thank you for having me. Well, of course, it's such a beautiful time of year. We're entering into this penitential season of Lent. So many parishes are offering this reconciliation service. And many young children, well, they're preparing for their sacraments this year, starting with reconciliation. So tell us a little bit about uh, young Micah and how you kind of came up with this idea for the book. This story, A Miracle for Micah, is set in Capernaum at the time of Jesus. So Micah is a a fictional boy who I put in Capernaum at the time of Jesus so that he could interact with our Lord. And uh, I'll tell you first why it's in Capernaum, and then I'll tell you a little bit about the story. Um, I had the opportunity to do a pilgrimage to the Holy Land, and Capernaum was one of my favorite stops. It's It's a ruined city, as Jesus predicted it would be, but what is there are the ruins of the temple, excuse me, the synagogue, where he gave his bread of life discourse, and the ruins of St. Peter's home, above which is built a Catholic church with a glass floor. So you can be in that church and look down into what would have been St. Peter's home. And the miracles that occurred there would would be the healing of Peter's mother-in-law, the paralytic being let down through the roof to be cured by Jesus. And, I, and I've set other stories in Capernaum. Last year, I did The Real Presence with Ascension Press, which had two cousins who lived in Capernaum. And, and it's a story about the Eucharist and they meet Jesus. And when I started to write the story about Micah and reconciliation, I thought, I want to put this in that same setting. So Micah is a boy who lives near Capernaum. His mother sends him to the market with money to buy food for the family. But he has a different idea. He thinks that if he sneaks onto Peter's rooftop where the fish are drying, he can just help himself and save that money for something yummy. He he wants a treat for himself and his brother. So he steals fish. But in the times that he's up there on Peter's rooftop, he witnesses those miracles I just alluded to. 
However, Jesus does catch him stealing fish, and Micah comes to realize how his sinful actions hurt so many people, Peter himself, Jesus, his younger brother who sees what he does, and he repents for stealing, and Jesus gives him that beautiful mercy and absolute forgiveness of Micah's sins, and Micah repents, changes his life, and at the end of the story becomes part of a very special miracle himself. Well, Claudia, you use this book in order to help young kids and their families who are preparing for reconciliation. You also use this sense of this childlike imagination, how children can place themselves in this story. And even as us parents, when even we know what the right thing is to do, we still fall short. So how can how do you use that imagination and then help really explain how the sacrament of reconciliation is still there for all of us. You know, imagination is a powerful tool, particularly with kids, but adults as well. When we enter into stories with our minds, then we get the opportunity to grow as persons. We can put ourselves in the shoes or the sandals of that main character and think, what would I do if I had been in that situation? And St. Ignatius of Loyola developed a method of entering into the gospels that way, where we put ourselves in the gospel story. And he said that God can use our imaginations to converse with us. So it's my hope that kids and their parents who read A Miracle for Micah realize that they are just like this young character. They are tempted, they fall, they can repent and be forgiven. And so I think it's it's a story of great hope for all of us, not just for children, but for adults as well. Oh, and for sure, Claudia, every time we all step into the confessional and receive that absolution, that's a miracle for all of us that we can experience anytime we need it. The name of her new book is A Miracle for Micah. It is available through Ascension Press. Well, there is so much more to this. A book, of course, is beautifully illustrated. It's told so well for children of you know, of all ages, really, to learn more about reconciliation. But there's also a discussion and activities guide that comes along with it. Tell us about it. I like to make those guides available at no charge through my website, which is claudiamcadam.com. People can go there and request a, a discussion and activities guide for any of the books that I've written. And those guides are generally a dozen or more pages. They offer fun things to do, a maze, a word search, fill in the blanks, that type of thing, coloring pages. But there are also some questions to go deeper about the story and to apply the lessons learned in the story to the reader's own life. So it's a way, it's a free resource that families and educators can use to expand the experience of reading that book. Well, it is a free resource you'll find at Claudia's website. The book is A Miracle for Micah. It is available through Ascension Press, and I'm sure any of our wonderful local Catholic bookstores would also have that available as well. Well, Claudia, I sure can't let you go until I have a chance to talk about The Chosen. And speaking of miracles, you kind of were able to sit in on one of Christ's miracles as an extra in the show. Please tell us about this and what it was like to be there. It was a great experience. Last year, we had the opportunity, my husband and I took our two oldest grandchildren with us, 
we flew from Denver, where we live, to Midlothian, Texas, to be part of the filming of the feeding of the 5,000. It's the, the miracle that it's included in all four Gospels. That's how important it is. And it is the story that concludes season three of The Chosen. And we love The Chosen. And being a part of it, even being extras, little dots in the background, was wonderfully faith-enhancing. It was It was such a great experience. There were 12,000 people who came to be part of this filming. Wow. Men, women, children, they came from all 50 states and 36 foreign countries. And the filming was split up over a few days so that our group, for example, had one big, long six or seven hour session. Another group had their session, et cetera. And um, the family sitting next to us had six little children. They had driven from Toronto, Canada to Midlothian, Texas, to sit out in the broiling hot record setting heat last June to film those scenes. And it was really, really a great experience. And even better was being able to to listen to Jonathan Rumi, the Catholic actor who plays Jesus so marvelously, speak to us, speak to the crowd and tell us a little bit of his journey and encourage us that miracles happen to him, can happen to us. And on the final day of shooting, he asked if he could pray the Our Father with the crowd. And he says, I want to pray it in Aramaic, which he did. And he started off the prayer by making the sign of the cross in a beautiful witness to his Catholic faith. Wow. Claudia, I mean, recognizing this is a film set and there were lots of people there, just again, letting your imagination go a little bit must have still felt a little bit like what these people must have experienced on the banks of the river listening to Christ himself. Did you really maybe in your own mind set yourself into that space and time? I think we all did. You know, I mean, it was arduous for us as modern day people with lots of comforts serving as extras. And I mean, we all had water and snacks that we could stick under the blankets we sat on on the ground when we weren't shooting. So we were hydrated and fed. Those people 2000 years ago during that miracle Mm. were not. They were hungry. They were thirsty. They were tired. They were probably hot, too. So it really let us just get a little bit of a glimpse as to what that might have been like. And as Jesus says in The Chosen, he says, I'm the one who caused their their hunger because I kept them here so long. I can be the one who can resolve that. And he does in The Chosen in that beautiful miracle of the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. Oh, well, fantastic. Claudia, that just sounds like an incredible experience. And thank you so much for sharing that experience with us. Thank you also for writing this wonderful book, A Miracle for Micah. Again, remind our listeners where they can purchase a copy online and find those digital resources. They can go to ascensionpress.com slash Micah. That's spelled M-I-C-A-H. You can visit my website, ClaudiaMcAdam.com, see a book trailer of this book and my other books as well to get an idea what they look like and sound like. And also on my website, I have an article I've written about my experience on the set of The Chosen, which might be fun for people to read as well. Oh, fantastic. Well, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for sharing Micah with us and also your experience on The Chosen. Thanks for joining The Morning Blend. Thank you. God bless you all.
And again, that is Claudia McAdams. So the name of the book, A Miracle for Micah. It is available through Ascension Press. I will be sure to add links to where you can get right to the pages Claudia was talking about. You'll find those links on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. And it is 7.54 at Mater Day Radio. It's David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. You know, it's Tuesday. That means it's Tech Tuesday. Oh, yeah. You know who's coming in a little uh, later. Oh, Sarah going to join us in a little bit. And we'll talk about all of the things she has coming out today in her email and, of course, the Hail Mary Media app. If you don't have it yet, please go to our website. All the information is right there about how to download it. By doing so, you can gain access to our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. You can tune in for live broadcasts of Mater Day Radio. You can sign up for customized prayer reminders. We'll have a bunch of Lenten resources on there as well. I know uh, Sarah will be talking about that later as well. Again, it is the Hail Mary Media app. It is free for you. Go to our website, all the details at materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Support for Modern Day Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Holy Family Supply, Salem's Catholic Bookstore. Located at 421 Court Street Northeast in downtown Salem, Holy Family Supply has a wide variety of Catholic gifts for all occasions, including Bibles, rosaries, statues, and holy cards. Holy Family Supply current hours and days of operation are available by phone at 503-588-1071. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend. It's a cup of joy with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. 757 on Mater Day Radio. Well, how is your credit card debt? We'll talk about that in the news. And Pope Francis makes clarification on the ability for priests to say the traditional Latin Mass. I'll tell you what it is coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Alexis Falcinari was a successful merchant. He flourished in the Florentine trade scene and later found a fraternity of incredible support. Alexis and six others began gathering together in prayer and thanksgiving, reflecting on their love for Our Lady as early as 1225. They began to refer to themselves as the servants of Mary. 
Some called it a brave move, but others might have called Alexis and his friends crazy. But one day after meeting up in 1233, they decided to give up everything and seclude themselves. On the Feast of the Assumption of Mary, they received a vision of Mary herself. She came to them and instructed them to officially establish their order of penance and prayer, adopt the black scapular, and follow the rule of St. Augustine. Alexis and his six fellow founders retreated to the outskirts of the city, leaving behind successful businesses, their families, and any wealth that they had acquired. Each of them had something to sacrifice, but each of them willingly chose to give back to God the gifts they had graciously received. It didn't take long for their way of life to be noticed by others in La Camariza. Travelers and pilgrims would come to meet these holy men, seeking spiritual direction and a glimpse into the lives of the servants of Mary. In 1249, the order received their official approval and began the long process of becoming an official order, but by then, they already had thousands of members and houses established throughout Europe. Of the seven founders, Alexis was the only one not to become ordained. He remained a lay brother throughout his life, not feeling worthy enough to be ordained. But that didn't mean he felt less called to remain at the order and continue living the life he now found fulfillment in. Alexis knew that he still had a lot to offer the servants of Mary. Because of his life as a successful merchant, Alexis was entrusted basically as the order manager. He obtained the material and financial needs of the community, usually through humbly begging in the streets when nothing else could be done. Alexis knew he wasn't doing this for himself, but rather for his suffering brothers and sisters, especially those who suffered alone. Alexis went on to help construct the Servite Church in Calfaggio and remained with the order until his death in 1310. He was the only surviving founder who was present when Pope Benedict XI approved the order officially. The Servite order is still active today and is ministering to the sick and those in isolation. They live a beautiful life of prayer and penance, giving everything they have back to God in praise. Alexis and his six fraternal brothers are now known as the Seven Holy Founders and were canonized in 1888 by Pope Leo XIII. It's one thing to say that we could be like St. Alexis and the other Holy Founders, have the ability to drop everything and follow Christ through the heart of Mary, but it's another thing to actually do it. The courageous strength and humble trust of these seven holy men was what stopped the rich man in the Gospels. They had everything, comfortable lives, loving families, successful careers, and yet in the eyes of the world, they gave away everything without hesitation. May we too have the courage and strength to freely surrender everything to God and hourly live a life of prayer and service that St. Alexis and the Holy Founders modeled. St. Alexis Falconeri, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Mater Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news, the head of the Vatican's liturgy office said Tuesday that dispensation from two of the rules in traditions custodies, that is the guardians of the tradition, can only be granted by the Vatican, not by the diocesan bishop. Now, the February 21st rescript, the form of official clarification in response to a question or request from Cardinal Arthur Roach said Pope Francis has confirmed that a dispensation to use or erect a parish church for the celebration of the traditional Latin mass in a diocese is reserved in a special way to the apostolic see. 
Now, for permission for a priest ordained after July of 2021 to celebrate the traditional Latin Mass can also only be granted by the Vatican, the document states. Now, rumors of new restrictions against the traditional Latin Mass have circulated for weeks. Pope Francis published the Moto Proprio Traditiones Custodis in July of 2021. And Pope Francis told the Pontifical Academy for Life on Monday that it faces an enormous task in evaluating the ethics of emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence and human enhancement. The Pope asked the Academy on February 20th to ensure that scientific and technological growth is reconciled more and more with a parallel development in responsibility, values, and conscience. The rapid acceleration of new technologies can produce significant consequences for human life and the environment that are not always clear and predictable, Francis said. Now, the Pontifical Academy for Life is meeting in Rome this week for its 28th General Assembly. In addition to the in-person meeting, the Academy is hosting a free online webinar titled Emerging Technologies and the Common Good with speakers scheduled to discuss technological convergence in nanotechnology, biotechnology, and the cognitive sciences. Well, did you find yourself using your credit card more over the holidays? If you did, you're not alone. Americans continued to add to their debt at the end of last year and grew their credit card balances at record rates, according to data released by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Total U.S. household debt hit a record $16.9 trillion during the fourth quarter. That's an increase of over $390 billion from the prior three-month period. Now, while the majority of the debt is attributed to mortgages, the report showed that not only are credit card balances swelling at record levels, delinquencies are on the rise as well. The share of current debt becoming delinquent increased across nearly all debt types, including credit cards and auto loans. At the end of 2022, Over 18 million borrowers were behind on a credit card. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a lot. And, you know, speaking from experience, you know, once you get into that debt, emergency pops up and you you have to use it. It makes it, it's real hard to get out of debt. It is. Once you've got the credit card debt. So, yeah, you and I were talking about that. No, don't have that money. Got to pay that off. Well, a two-car crash on North Marine Drive in Portland Saturday night sent three people to the hospital with life-threatening injuries, and police announced Monday that one of them has passed away. Police also confirmed that the crash involves speed racing. Now, Portland police officers responded at approximately 11.50 p.m. to the 5900 block of North Marine Drive on the report of a two-vehicle crash. Officers found two vehicles, both in flames. Three people from the crash were transported to area hospitals with life-threatening injuries. In a news release Monday, police said both drivers and a passenger had been injured and one of the two drivers later died at the hospital. Now, the deceased driver's identity will be released after family members have been notified. A PPB traffic division tweet said speed appeared to have played a role in the crash and police confirmed in the Monday news release that they had determined the crash to be a result 
of a street racing which had been taking place in the area that night. Well, Portland's biggest music event will be back for another year. The announcement coming that the Waterfront Blues Festival at Tom McCall Waterfront Park downtown set for the 4th of July holiday, beginning a four-day run on Saturday, July 1st. The festival in its 36th year went dormant for a couple of seasons due to the pandemic, but resurfaced last summer with its full cast of local and national musicians performing blues, funk, soul, RB on four stages. On making the announcement, festival director Christine Fuller said, We're so proud to provide a place for music fans from all over our city, state, and beyond to gather for four incredible days of music in a setting that's so uniquely Portland. Early bird tickets are also on sale right now. Ever been to the Waterfront Blues Festival? Uh, I went to a, it was a blues festival with a, a with a salmon um, kind of restoration theme to it. Um, was a really good time. It's been a while ago. I yeah. went to that one though. Yeah. There are so many things that are very Portlandy. Of course, yeah. the jazz festival going on now. The blues festival, brew fest, wine oh, fest. Yeah. Let's keep Great it going. Stuff. I mean, it's all Portland, isn't it? Yeah, it's very much so. Well, former President Jimmy Carter will begin to receive hospice care at home following a series of hospital stays. His foundation said in a statement on Saturday. That reads, after a series of the hospital stays, former U.S. President Jimmy Carter today decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention. He has the full support of his family and his medical team. The Carter family has asked for privacy during this time and is grateful for the concern shown by his many admirers. Now, his grandson, Jason Carter, said in a tweet that I saw both of my grandparents yesterday. They are at peace. And as always, their home is full of love. Carter is 98 years old and the oldest living former American president and is also the first American president to be born in a hospital. Hmm. Prior to that, they were all probably home births. Yeah. I think you and I were were talking, this goes back a ways, but we had watched uh, a documentary on Jimmy Carter. Remember that? It was about some of the music influences in his life. And he was kind of, when it came to music, just maybe a little bit uh, Mm -hmm. outside the box for president of his time. It was wonderful. Great, great documentary on Jimmy Carter. Well, in sports, coming down to the home stretch for the University of Portland women's basketball team, the Pilots have two more road games left to wrap up the regular season. That starts Thursday evening at BYU. Then it is San Diego on Saturday. So Portland is 14-2 and in West Coast Conference play and solidly in second place. They're just behind Gonzaga by one game. So, yeah, so with two games to go, I know mm-hmm. who knows what Gonzaga will end up doing, but, I mean, they still have a shot at first place. We'll, nice. we'll see what happens. But they will be finished in second place no matter what. They've got a big enough lead to where if they drop one of these next two games, they'll still end up in second place. So that, that positions them well for the, the West Coast Conference Tournament. Perfect. Yeah. Well, famed actor Ethan Hawke is taking charge of a new biopic on the celebrated Catholic author Flannery O'Connor titled 
Wildcat, for which he will serve as the director, producer, and co-writer alongside Shelby Gaines. Now, keeping the project in the family, Ethan has secured his daughter, Maya Hawk, to play the titular role of O'Connor with a list of industry names supporting her. Now, Flannery O'Connor was a mid-20th century devout Catholic author whose body of work remains influential in literature, especially among Catholics. Her writings often included racial elements reflective of her era during the civil rights movement, which generally presented racial biases as unjust, narrow-minded, even sinful. According to Variety, the film will follow O'Connor's life as she attempts to get her first book, Wise Blood, published in the early 1950s. It is unclear whether O'Connor's offbeat short stories may be referenced in Wildcat or how she struggled with the auto-inflammatory illness lupus will play into the story. Oh, wow. Interesting. This is another big, you know, big name uh, in Hollywood to be producing a Catholic film. I love it. Look forward to that. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, if today is Fat Tuesday, we know tomorrow, Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity to spend it in retreat at Our Lady of Peace. Beginning at 9 a.m., all are invited to attend this annual retreat led this year by Archbishop Emeritus John Vlasny. There will be mass, conferences, opportunity for confession, rosary and quiet reflection it is forty dollars per person and that includes lunch and remember you can find details on these and other events head over to the community calendar materdayradio.com and the hail mary media app hey we got a second cup coming up huh uh it we're gonna have that second cup early obviously because coming after a four-day weekend you need a little extra cup early but it's fat tuesday we're gonna talk about the countries around the world celebrating today and the particular ways they do that. All right, coming up right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Monsignor John Syak with a morning blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we beg you for your blessing this day, knowing how good you are and how you treat us not according to our sinfulness, but according to your mercy. We ask you to bless all the people listening, wherever they are, in their homes, in their cars, at work, and that you would give them the grace that they need to be holy this day. You'd send the Holy Spirit to them. You would send our Blessed Mother Mary to intercede for us. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MatriDayRadio.com. 
Holy Family Catholic Clinic is a proud member of Mater Dei Radio's Leadership Circle. Located at 21810 Willamette Drive in West Lynn, Holy Family Catholic Clinic is Christ-centered and provides superior, compassionate, life-affirming health care to patients of all ages. Holy Family Catholic Clinic offers medical services that are in adherence to Catholic moral teaching and bioethics, honoring the sanctity of life from conception to natural death. Learn more at holyfamilyclinic.com. That's holyfamilyclinic.com. Find the peace you need by joining Monterey Radio and the Benedictine monks of Mount Angel Abbey on the Hail Mary Media app. Throughout the day, you can break away from the stress and worry of your world and journey to the Abbey Church on the hilltop for a live stream of the Liturgy of the Hours. In addition to these peaceful times with the monks, the Hail Mary Media app also features Monterey Radio's live broadcast, podcast of all our original programming, including shows available exclusively on the app, an interactive community calendar of Catholic events, your own customizable schedule of personal prayer reminders, and much more. Download some peace into your life today. Look for Hail Mary Media in the App Store, Google Play, or click MaterDayRadio.com for all the details. Find your peace with the Benedictine monks of Mount Angel Abbey on the Hail Mary Media app from Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 814 at Day Radio. Well, showers and breezy today will have high of 46 degrees then rain maybe some snow overnight tonight low down to 33 and then same for wednesday a chance of snow showers mostly in the morning with a high of 41 then wednesday night again slight chance of snow but it gets cold down to 24 degrees wednesday evening so uh, be prepared for that again if you're traveling through the mountains both coast and cascade ranges today Snow could be heavy at times, so uh, be prepared for your travels. For sure. Currently, it is still a very cool 39 degrees at St. Mary's of Guadalupe in Ridgefield. And 39 degrees at St. Joseph's Church in Salem. Are you ready for a second cup of the morning, Glenn? Here's David and Brenda. Well, as I said, at coming after a three-day weekend, I said four days you did just say a four. moment ago. Yes. I didn't mean to do that. I was actually working on Friday, as many people were. You but, were? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not typical, but I actually yes. put out a new view from the pew. Uh, and we had the President's Day holiday, so it was just yeah. a wonderful little extra day to be Very with the nice. family. And so uh, we've got a second cup today because Sarah Kenzie's going to be in live in just a little while. So we thought we'd talk a little bit today about Fat Tuesday. Yeah. You know what it's also called? What's it? Shrove Tuesday. Shrove Tuesday. Yeah. I was looking that up because I saw Shrove Tuesday, Fat Tuesday, and I was kind of curious. I was trying to remind myself, okay, what does Shrove mean? So looking it up, yes. it said the word Shrove comes from the old Roman Catholic practice of being shriven, meaning to confess one's sins. So the, the, the shriving bell would be rung on Shrove Tuesday to call people to church to confess before Lent could begin in earnest all edible temptations needed to be removed. Oh, so before you go to confession, which seems like that's kind of the entry into uh, Lent, you have to eat all of the goodness. So if you were to have the perfect Fat Tuesday meal, what would that include for you? Ooh, good question. Uh, Well, you know what? I'm going to go with just a big bowl of 
beef chili. Doesn't that sound good on a cold day? Okay, so I, when I was thinking about what I would like to have maybe as mm-hmm. a as a big hearty meal, looking yeah. outside, it is kind of cold. I went, in my mind, pot roast and mashed potatoes. There you go. Yeah. Some roasted carrots. Yeah. That that seems to me like a good, just let's have a, an good. enjoyable one. I have made pancakes and bacon, though, yeah. for dinner on uh, Fat Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The kids always thought that was great. Yeah, because it's... Also known as kind of Pancake Tuesday, Pancake one of the traditions, because you're supposed to get rid of all the fats and oils, and that's you right. can make that into the pancakes. Again, <laughs> Carnival, the, the yeah. going away of the meat, mm-hmm. uh, as uh, Ken had explained it to us last week. So th- Mardi Gras uh, and Fat Tuesday, that is a world... It, worldwide occurrence. I mean, there are so many cultures around the world, America, South America, and Europe. I mean, everybody seems to have a celebration for Mardi Gras. So I thought we'd spend a little bit of time today and we'll talk about, oh, what exactly are people doing for Mardi Gras? I know what they're doing in New Orleans. (laughs) They're they're probably drinking a lot today in New Orleans. So in Italy, this is what the length of time, too, is is interesting. Now, the Carnival period in Italy is between Epiphany and Mardi Gras. Okay, they celebrate a long time, apparently, in Italy. So all of that, you know, is is exciting. But especially, they say, in the lead up to the final Fat Tuesday blowout, one popular tradition they have. Eating cannolis. Oh, yes. I had not heard of this before, but then it kind of does go yeah. along with the pancake kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of desserty sort of thing. Yeah. So this is a Sicilian dish that originally comprised a flat piece of sugary fried dough, yep, stuffed with fresh ricotta. It now tends to have a sweeter filling that's consumed all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember seeing on one of the food channels an Italian restaurant that they were highlighting that is famous for their cannolis. Right. They would, if you ordered one for dessert, they would bring it to you and fill it at the table. Oh, that's cool. I mean, so that way the the uh, kind of outer crust or right. dough doesn't get soft oh, by the I filling. Oh, I gotcha. Right, yeah. So they would bring the little cannoli tray over. I think there was a choice of fillings, and they would just fill mm. it right up, dip Sounds the good. ends in the, like mm. a nut, and then there was your cannoli. Tasty. Sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, it sure does. That's a great way to do it. All right. So you talked about pancakes. I yeah. said that I've made that before. And actually, it's pretty popular around the UK does that, Ireland, Australia, and Canada even. All right. Mardi Gras is better known as Pancake Day. Mm-hmm. Now, the original idea was to uh, bring all of the fat milk eggs that you had left in the house and put it into one mega pancake. Yep. And then you would have that for or today. All right. And you use up any animal products before Easter. Right. Of course, so you want to have that those bacons and things like that. So uh, pancakes. Yeah, isn't the, isn't this, maybe you're going to talk about this, isn't like a king cake, isn't that something? Uh, that's absolutely the number three item Is that's that right number, here. Okay, there you go. And they're real fancy, cause especially in, the, in New Orleans, yeah. they put you those traditional colors of Mardi Gras, the green the purple and the gold. And the gold, right? Yeah, and they make king cakes. So, especially in New Orleans, uh, it's a ring shaped, covered with white, gold, and green, purple icing. Often, um, a lot more. They put some decorations mm-hmm. and things on that. It's sweet and delicious. They say the best part is though, there's a plastic baby inside <laughs> the king right. cake. Yes, and whoever gets that is named. 
king for the day. So be careful. Don't eat the baby. Don't eat the baby. Yeah. That's right. That's the king cake. Uh, it sounds delicious, but if I were celebrating in New Orleans, I think I would be more apt to go check out the uh, famous beignets. Oh, yeah. That they serve up. I've had those Cafe in New Orleans. Cafe de Mont. Yeah, I've been think. there. Have you? Oh, yeah. It's oh. awesome. Yeah. See? little outdoor big outdoor seating area when i was there it was in the summer and it was really hot and humid humid but we got the bag of beignets and uh chicory coffee chicory coffee yeah i believe that's what what it was yeah sounds good to me yeah cool place obviously it's right you know it's right next to the big church there too okay it's right in the square nice yeah so, David, it's funny. You were talking about beef chili. I was talking about a, a delicious pot roast mm-hmm. and mashed potatoes. Well, if you happen to go to Brazil, where, of course, they have the biggest of carnivals oh, there yes. to celebrate, they've also got some seriously hearty meals to match it. And one classic, and I'm going to uh, try not to butcher that, but it looks like fiejoda, fiejoda. Mm-hmm. It's a rich stew made of black beans, pork, salted beef, and you wash it down with a a, a, a national drink, alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Beef stew, beef and pork stew. I was close. I said kind of beef chili. That's what I was looking at. Yeah, boy, that looks good. So uh, it's the national dish, but it's especially popular, they say, during Mardi Gras seasons. All right. Well, you happen to know any Swedes? (laughs) <laughs> yes, David. I married a woman. You married your wife, of course. <laughs> yes. Now they have a tradition. Mm-hmm. Let's see if Beverly. Maybe you'll come home to this. That's, today. Yeah. Okay. Listen up, honey. Have you ever heard of a semla? S E M L A. Yeah. Semla. Yeah. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah. Uh, it may not go in for the uh, carnival celebrations in the same way as other countries, but they do treat themselves to these on. Mardi Gras. Okay. Uh, in fact, some six million of these, there's some lore or some la, are cream buns filled with whipped cream. Mm. That's six million eaten today yeah. in Sweden. Right. They're they're popping them back pretty quickly. I like and it. And it looks like a little cream puff. Okay. You know, you it's a, like a little cream puff, and the mm-hmm. top's cut off, and they fill it with cream, and then they put the little lid yeah. back on, and. There you go, little right. cream puff. Well, I've had my share of Swedish pancakes in the day. Have so you? we could do that as well, I suppose, since it's pancake yeah, day there you as go. well. I was going to mention, because I, I mentioned this at the top of the show, there is a Mardi Gras parade on North Mississippi this evening at 7. Oh, okay. In North Portland. So, yeah, if you want to get into the festivities uh, as we wind toward Ash Wednesday tomorrow. There you go, North Mississippi, 7 o'clock. Fantastic. And I like this idea a lot. Now, if you're going to have that hearty beef stew and you just want a little something sweet, uh, Austria, Germany, Poland, even places like Chicago, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, they're eating donuts. Okay. They're eating donuts today. I'm like, that would be great. Maybe like a warm, the, the warm Krispy Kremes. Yes. Right? There you go. Wait for the sign to go up and bring home some Krispy Kreme. So all wonderful ways to uh, celebrate Mardi Gras. And then tomorrow, well, we know it'll be a full house Mm -hmm. in church because we receive our ashes on Ash Wednesday. We hope you enjoyed today's early second cup. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. 
Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Have you thought much about your funeral? Most people haven't. But pre-planning a funeral is not unlike planning for other life events. I'm Maria Lee, a cemetery counselor at Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. We are a full-service funeral home owned and operated by the Archdiocese of Portland. I'm proud to be part of a caring staff dedicated to helping people plan ahead for their funeral and burial needs. Pre-planning your funeral is a thoughtful way to ensure that your family members will not have to incur the financial burdens or risk the emotional overspending that can happen when a death occurs. You can choose from several of our convenient packages or only select the goods and services you wish. For further information, please visit our website at ccpdxor.com. That's ccpdxor.com. We are Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services, compassionate and pastoral care. Is God calling you to do something different with your life? Join Modern Day Radio's team as our new grant writer. Shape the future of Catholic media through this dynamic part-time position, offering you competitive pay and an exciting opportunity for remote work with flexible hours to suit your schedule. Get more details on the grant writer position and how to apply at MontredayRadio.com. That's MontredayRadio.com to join us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life at Monterey Radio. Lattes and cappuccinos may be tasty, but it's the morning blend with David and Brenda that will get your day started right on Mater Day Radio. It is 826 at Mater Day Radio, and be prepared for a little weather. We'll have an update for you in the news. And Catholics in Los Angeles and across the country were saddened with the news of the shooting death of their auxiliary bishop. Now, a suspect has been arrested. I have the latest. Here is Father Rob Galea and No Greater Love. We are David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. I hope isn't you alone. Strong tower and endless grace you
and that is Father Rob Galea and No Greater Love. It's 8.30 right here at Mater Day Radio. And in your news this morning, well, it's going to be a pretty active weather pattern throughout the region over the next couple of days with a variety of winter weather advisories and warnings posted by the National Weather Service. Now, we'll start at the coast where there is a high surf advisory posted through tomorrow morning for both the Oregon and South Washington shores. Now, waves could be as high as 30 feet with sneaker waves a possibility. Officials say it is best to stay out of the surf zone during this time and don't stand on the jetties and rocks to watch the surf to avoid being swept off by the big waves. So there is also a winter storm warning in both the coast and Cascade ranges through tomorrow. Heavy snow expected over 1,000 feet. High winds in the Cascades as well, too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there could be blizzard-like conditions in the Cascades. So, yeah, if you're traveling, yeah, be, be, be very careful over these next 24 hours. Well, Clark County's winter shelters are bracing for another cold snap this week with possible snow on Wednesday and temperatures forecasted in the low 20s on Thursday and Friday night. Council for the Homeless will likely issue a severe weather alert, activating increased emergency shelter capacity. Now, temperatures later this week will be 15 to 20 degrees below average for this time of year, according to Noah Alves, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service here in Portland. Now, even with increased options and this season's relatively fortunate weather, sheltering everyone in need remains a challenge. During crucial times like cold snaps, Council for the Homeless is typically able to get the most vulnerable residents into shelters or hotels. Now, winter shelters can only open if there are, though, enough volunteers to run them. Refuel Washougal, which meets winter shelter needs in East Clark County in partnership with the city of Washougal, well, they've been having trouble finding volunteers to man the mm. shelter. And a suspect has been arrested in connection with the February 18th shooting homicide of Los Angeles Auxiliary Bishop David O'Connell, the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department said Monday. The LASD said in a statement that they responded to a medical emergency on Sunday on around, excuse me, around 1 p.m. on Saturday in Hacienda Heights. When authorities arrived, they discovered O'Connell with a gunshot wound. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Now, the sheriff's department could not confirm to Catholic News Agency on Monday whether O'Connell was killed in his own home, although several local media reports have reported that it was his home. A native of Ireland, 69-year-old O'Connell was named a bishop by Pope Francis in 2015. He ministered to immigrants, the poor, and victims of gang violence for 45 years in the South Los Angeles area. Now, in a press conference on Monday, Los Angeles Sheriff Robert Luna announced that charges would be brought against the Hispanic male, 65-year-old Carlos Medina, the husband of O'Connell's housekeeper. Now, Sheriff Luna said he had no information about a motive the time of the press conference. Detectives had identified the person of interest as Medina on Sunday evening after a tipster told them that Medina was exhibiting strange and irrational behavior and had made comments about the bishop owing 
him money. Mm. So, so sad. Yeah, very so. Much so. Mm. Well, if you are looking to travel to some top resorts in the country, look no further than Cannon Beach on the Oregon coast. According to a new survey released by travel website Trips to Discover, Cannon Beach has three resorts rated in the top 10 in the U.S., including number one. That goes to the Stephanie Inn. Now, to come up with its ratings, Trips to Discover analyzed reviews on TripAdvisor. The Stephanie Inn beat out the Prince Waikiki in Honolulu for the top spot. The Hawaii Resort came in second overall. The Inn at Cannon Beach captured the third spot in the rankings. And the Ocean Lodge, a family-friendly resort option located near the Stephanie Inn, came in at number three. So the Stephanie Inn captured the top spot thanks to four- and five-star reviews that praised the hotel's top-notch food and romantic atmosphere. How about that? Three Cannon Beach resorts in the top ten, including number one. That's phenomenal. That really is. I mean, we know how beautiful Cannon Beach and, in fact, all of the Oregon coast is. So when you add in that beautiful scenery and then great food and and great hotels, yeah, you got some top awards for Mm -hmm. sure. Well, the head of the Vatican's liturgy office said Tuesday that dispensations from two of the rules in the Guardians of the Tradition can only be granted by the Vatican, not by the diocesan bishop. Now, the February 21st rescript, and that's a form of official clarification in response to a question or request from Cardinal Arthur Roach said, Pope Francis had confirmed that a dispensation to use or erect a parish church for the celebration of traditional Latin mass in a diocese is reserved in a special way to the apostolic see. And permission for a priest ordained after July 2021 to be to celebrate the traditional Latin mass can only be granted by the Vatican, the document states. Now, rumors of new restrictions against the traditional Latin Mass have circulated for weeks. Pope Francis published the Motu Proprio Traditiones Custodis back in July of 2021. In sports, it was a good weekend for the Oregon schools as the college baseball season got underway. Oregon swept Xavier in a four-game series in Eugene. Oregon State took three of four at a tournament in Surprise, Arizona, including yesterday's 11 to nothing win over UC Santa Barbara. That game ended early as it was a 10-run rule. And University of Portland beat Utah Tech in three out of four games in St. George, Utah. Pilots will have a challenge this weekend when they open a three-game series against Texas A&M in College Station. That series starts on Friday. Well, far from the image some people have of a theologian disconnected from the realities of life, Pope Benedict XVI had a very clear perception of the difficulties encountered in it living daily in God's presence. Now, Matilda de Robian from Alitea points out that in Advent 2009, he noted that in our daily lives, we all experience having little time for the Lord and also little time for ourselves. We end by being absorbed in doing. Well, who hasn't experienced periods when the number of things we have to do overwhelms us and we no longer have the time or the availability of mind for what's truly essential? Well, faith is above all a relationship and an encounter with God. Now, the new decisive direction 
is to become holy. The way we advance on the path of holiness is by spending time with Christ regularly. So in order to become a friend of God, Benedict XVI recommends a few habits that are quite accessible and easy to put in place. Here's a great one I think that you would love, David. Contemplating works of art. Oh, yes. Finding the beauty in those things. How about enjoying up the humorous moments in the life? Benedict says in a rather personal interview that uh, Benedict emphasized the importance of not taking oneself too seriously and of knowing how to enjoy the little joys of life. He's quoted as saying, I'm not a man who constantly thinks up jokes, but I think it's very important to be able to see the humorous side of life. That's great. He also says we should invoke the saints more often. Take time for silence. Mm-hmm. I like that for sure. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And this Saturday at 8 a.m. is a Lenten women's retreat in Hillsboro at St. Matthew's Parish Hall. The St. Matthew's Altar Society invites all women from high school age and up for a day retreat with a nationally recognized and award-winning author, Liz Kelly. Together, they will enjoy prayer, fellowship, and a little spiritual nourishment and renewal and celebrate the gift of being a woman of faith. This is a free will donation and registration is required. Remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. Well, it is Tuesday. That means it is Tech Tuesday. Sarah Kenzie going to join us right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. In a sermon quoted in the book, A Knock at Midnight, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. shared his thoughts on Jesus' call to love our enemies. He said, Love has within it a redemptive power that eventually transforms individuals. Just keep being friendly to that person, just keep loving them, and they can't stand it too long. In the beginning, they may react with guilt feelings, and sometimes they'll hate you a little more but just keep loving them. And by the power of your love, they will break down under the load. That's love, you see, said Reverend King. It's redemptive, and this is why Jesus says to love. There's something about love that builds up and is creative. There is something about hate that tears down and is destructive. So love your enemies. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. What do the famous Batmobile, Love Bug, and Mystery Machine have in common? 
They were all given to Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation program. Well, not really, but they could have been, and you could do the same. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you no longer need, consider donating it to Mater Dei Radio. It's quick and easy, and a likely tax deduction for you. And you'll be supporting uplifting Catholic radio programs. Information on our website at materdayradio.com. And it is 842 at Mater Day Radio. Well, as we talked about in the news, going to be an active 24 hours in the weather. 90% chance of showers and breezy today in the Willamette Valley. We'll have a high of 46 degrees. Rain and snow, a possibility overnight tonight, low down to 33. And then again, snow showers, a possibility for Wednesday morning with a high of 41. Then it gets cold, dips down to 24 degrees Wednesday night. So we're going to be chilly, slight chance of a snow shower. If you're traveling through the Cascade Passes, the coastal range, heavy snow projected for today. All right. I already know when my alarm goes off in the morning, the first thing I'm going to do is walk across my bedroom and open up the curtains to see if there's any snow on the ground. Take a peek for sure. Well, currently it is 42 degrees at St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 39 degrees at St. John the Apostle in Oregon City. Well, as we have been talking and celebrating Fat Tuesday today, we know that our Ash Wednesday is tomorrow, which begins our Lenten season as we journey to Easter. Joining us today, well, it's Sarah Kenzie. She has got a great email that is heading getting out this afternoon to your inbox and she's joining us today to talk a little bit more about it good morning sarah good to have you in the studio this morning good morning happy to be here okay sarah so we have already talked this morning about some of the yummy things that people are going to be having on ash wednesday i'm ash inc- wednesday excuse me on fat <laughs> tuesday just before there we go. Yeah, yeah. that's right thank you just before ash wednesday i was thinking something hearty like a pot roast and mashed potatoes Ooh. david said beef chili mm-hmm. is kind of a good fat tuesday meal if you had to pick that meal that you want to have on Fat Tuesday so you feel satisfied and mm. ready to start giving up for Lent, what would that hearty meal be? Oh, probably like a prime rib or something like yeah. that. Ooh, Isn't that go. funny? We go, those hearty <laughs> meals tend to have a beef in them. I think that's perfect. And ice cream. Ice cream for dessert, too. And ice cream yeah. for dessert. Yeah. We were talking about like cannolis or some yummy things that people have. Yep. Uh, Kink's cake. Uh, That's right. But just don't Delicious. don't eat that little baby. But <laughs> <laughs> that comes in the king's cake. But well, something you don't have to worry about and you can open with ease is an email coming from Mater Day Radio this afternoon. Sarah, as our digital media director, you're going to joining us today to talk about it. And as would be expected, well, we're focusing a lot of our time and attention now to this Lenten season. That includes our first interview that people will have access to. Tell us about it. That's right. So first up in this email, we'll be highlighting uh, the interview that David did with our friend Ken Hellenius, who is the co-host of our show, Living Stones. And Ken, as we know, knows so much about just the history of the church and, and the liturgical life. And he does such a great job kind of setting up where did Ash Wednesday come from? And, you know, where are a lot of these traditions, especially around Fat Tuesday as well? Like, wh- where, why do why do we all want to eat a hearty meal right before? Um, but there's actually, like, historical uh, meaning behind that. And so Ken really breaks that down in this interview. Um, I also really liked how he talked about 
Lent actually being a season of, I think he said, joyful anticipation. Mm. And so kind of maybe reframing our, our minds a little bit, you know, even though we are, you know, really trying to engage in these uh, very intense spiritual practices sometimes it's still a season of joy like all of that is meant to lead us into deeper relationship with christ and and that brings us more joy and and so kind of reframing it is like it doesn't need to always feel like oh it's it's a chore i mean it is hard if we it should you know, be. really engage yeah. in lent but but there is this element of joy to it so i encourage you to listen um he does such a great job explaining um just kind of how we should approach the season he explains carnival that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Carnival. Uh, let me ask you, David, uh, when you go to Mass on Ash Wednesday, when you get back into your car after Mass, what's the first thing you do? You look at the ashes. You, that's what oh, I did, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 What it, shape did you get? What shape yeah. did I get and how big are they and everything? <laughs> but yeah, that's the first thing I always do, too. Is have, get, you, have you seen those guides? Like, you know, all the different... <laughs> the different ways. <laughs> all the different ways that, that you might there, get ashes. A very long time ago, Father uh, Hans Olsen was at St. Joe's, and he had a tendency with his eighth graders, uh, especially the young men, he would mark them quite prominently mm. with ashes on their foreheads. Nice. I mean, they had a big X. So you don't miss Almost it. across from top to bottom and side to side, <laughs> That's for great. sure. We are talking everything Ash Wednesday in the Lent on this week's Tech Tuesday. Sarah Kenzie is joining us today. Many people take time aside during this time to go on retreat. In fact, I know in a few weeks I'll be joining the Deacon Couples for the Archdiocese of Seattle on retreat. I know YC... <clears throat> YCP is also going to be having a retreat for their members. That's right. It's a great time to take a little bit time away during this season. And, well, women have an opportunity coming up, too. Yeah, so we wanted to highlight a feature from our community calendar, which you can find all the events on our website or on the app. Um, but upcoming this Saturday is a Lenten Women's Retreat um, at St. Matthew's in Hillsborough. And it's uh, for women. It's uh, featuring a award-winning author, Liz Kelly. Um, and it's about all about being a woman of faith. It'll have prayer, fellowship, uh, you know, just talks and, and ways to grow spiritually. Um, they do ask that you register, but it is a free will donation. So that's coming up this Saturday from eight o'clock to 3 p.m. Um, at St. Matthew's in Hillsborough. So um, if you're a woman, please check that out. It sounds like a great event. Of course, we also know that Our Lady of Peace retreat, we talked about this earlier. That's They'll right. be uh, having a retreat tomorrow, a day event with um, our Meredith Bishop Vlasny. And just find time to get away if possible. These day retreats work into very busy schedules for sure. Yes. If Try to do at least that. But if you have the opportunity to get away for a couple of days, Sarah, it really allows you time to relax, set aside all the busyness of, of the world. YCP, you have a great event coming up also to be able to do that. Yes, I agree. And I really encourage um, you if you're a young adult in your 20s or 30s, uh, we are actually opening up our YCP retreat uh, registration uh, this evening. So um, even just, I've seen, you know, just a day at Mount Angel Abbey and you just see how much people can decompress even in just a day retreat and and just have time with the Lord. And yeah, so really encourage all of you to, um, like Brenda said, uh, find, find time to get away this Lent. I think the Our Lady of Peace Retreat House, they've been doing the Lenten retreat for, or the Ash Wednesday retreat a long time. For years. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, and, and you know, you think about that, if you start one of these practices, like going mm -hmm. to the Ash Wednesday retreat, people 
often do that. Every yeah. no matter what they are doing, they take the time for this specific retreat. That's awesome. And year after yeah. year, people, friends that you haven't seen, well, to be able to come together and pray, it's just a perfect opportunity. So now is the time to to enter into the season. However, Sarah, I know for you, you have been really preparing for the Lenten season on the Hail Mary Media app. In fact, you've been at it for weeks, maybe more than a month at least. Uh, So that way that app is ready for those who have downloaded. Tell our listeners a little bit about why they should download the Hail Mary Media app if they haven't already. Some of the great things for Lent they'll be able to have access to. Sure. So specifically for Lent, we have our collection of Lent prayers. Uh, So we have that available in text and audio and then some also in video. Um, So if you go to the prayer menu, you'll be able to find all those prayers um, that will be available there. And then if you also go to the prayer daily prayer reminders menu, you can actually sign up for daily reminders. You can pick which prayers you'd like. Uh, You can throw in, you know, some general morning, evening, liturgy of the hours reminders as well. Um, But you can go through that whole menu Um, There, you can also sign up for reminders for the return series with Father John Burns, which we're so excited that uh, is going to be available on the app, thanks to Ave Maria Press. Um, All of those uh, features will also be available um, in our Lenten Resources tab, um, which is going to be under the More section. And there we will also include various interviews and episodes that have to do with Lent. So you can find them all in one place. You don't have to go through every single one of our shows and you know find find which Lent ones there are. We'll just have them already there for you in the app. And then you can really just take that time to dive into various aspects of the Lenten season. You know, Sarah, there are lots of apps out there and there's Catholic apps out there too that have big names yeah. and <laughs> all of these, you know, they're really making a big push for Lent but not all of them are free. That's true. Like yes. the Hail Mary media app. And there's not anything different that you're going to hear on the, you know, the paid apps that you're not going to hear already on the Hail Mary app, uh, media app. The truth is the truth. That's right. right. And, and you've got it at Mater Day Radio for sure. And of course, you have that access to the app that's absolutely free. Well, Sarah, thanks so much. It's another great morning, a great Tuesday to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Day Radio. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Day Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 8.55 in Mater Day Radio. Well, one last Fat Tuesday weather for you. And again, showers and breezy today, high of 46. Then rain, maybe snow likely overnight tonight, low of 33. And then there's a chance of some snow showers on Wednesday, high of 41. Temperature bottoms out Wednesday night down to 24 degrees. Currently 43 degrees in the Rose City. Oh, and closing out our show, here's a song. In fact, you're not going to hear it until after Easter from today on. It's Josh Blakesley and Sing Hallelujah. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
That is Joshua Blakesley and Sing Alleluia. It's 8.59 at Mater Day Radio. Hey, David and Brenda with you wrapping up this Fat Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday, whatever you like to call it. Okay, I'll have one of each, please. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Blend. It is Tuesday. That means Voice of the Shepherd will be coming on this evening. We've got great Catholic programming until then. We hope you have a very blessed day.